Are you ready to encounter God at a new level? Hi, I am your host, Lois Fulwelling, and I welcome you to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I will provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. Are you in a place of transition? Well, you know, Cindy Jacobs had a quote that I really liked. It says, Faith is that pause between knowing what God's plan is and seeing it actually taking place. I believe that many of us are in a place of transition right now, that we're, in fact, maybe in a very narrow place of transition. What I've learned is that when the Holy Spirit begins a process of restoration, He has placed us into a new season with a new revelation and new life, which we will call a new wine. If you're like me, every new season has its questions attached to it, especially when we receive new revelation. And like I said, I believe many of us are entering into new seasons where God is calling us right now to listen very closely to what He is telling us and what He wants us to do. In this season, our attachment to Him is crucial. There are many things He wants to remove and many things He wants to give us or restore. Matthew 9.17 says, Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskins break. The wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. I was sitting on the deck of my brother's camp when the Lord spoke to me about my old wineskin. He told me that if I did not change my thinking, old beliefs, and my way of doing things, I was going to break. Well, this got my attention. You see, I was in transition at the time. I was leaving an old wine uh, skin. In this case, it was a religious system. It was the church that I was involved in. And I was unsure about the next steps that I was about to take. Well, I didn't want to break, so I tuned my ear to hear what he was saying. Do you feel that you're in a transition right now? Do you hear the sounds of ripping and tearing and unsure about what is happening? Well, this is what God does with us. He does this to us. This is why I felt like my old wineskin was really ripping and tearing and it frightened me. I became lost. It was like what I had known for years, and it didn't fit anymore. And I knew God was removing this old wineskin, but I really didn't know what he was going to replace it with. I didn't know what that new wineskin was going to look like. And it was very uncomfortable for me. As I believe it probably is for you too. And I believe God is doing that right now for many of us. 
But what I discovered in the restoration process God takes us through, He takes what is there and He brings it to a new place so He can pour within that what He longs to release in us, that new wine. And to make a wineskin new, He has to soak an old wineskin in water and He rubs it in oil. Now those hard things we go through are the oil that he rubs into us. And I know many of us, like me, have gone through some very, very difficult times in the last several years. But that oil also contains a new anointing. And as we allow the Holy Spirit to take us through the process of rubbing, we not only become more flexible so that we can handle all God desires to pour into us, but we also become able to pour out in a greater measure. Well, what I found out through what I experienced is that God wanted to remove some things. And these are some of the things that I came up with, which was probably my personal things, but it might apply also to you. And there may be more. But number one, one of the things that he removed was legalism. See, this is a narrowing of our mind process down to the point where we can't receive the mind of Christ. It's a mind seeped in man's judgment and control and always and always leads to pride and unbelief. Our restoration cannot be released while God is tightly locked in a box. So God may be taking you, as like he did me, out of that legalism, that box that I had placed him in. And he may be just setting us up for more freedom, freedom in the Holy Spirit, freedom in in who we are. But I want you to think about, just ask God, you know, are there behavioral patterns there that are so deeply entrenched that nothing has been able to shake them loose? Ask God to reveal hidden places of legalism in your mind. You might be surprised, as I was. I never thought I was had that in me, but I sure did. And then allow new faith to rise up for the impossible things that God can do in your life and around you. Allow Him to remove this legalism. The second thing that God really removed from me was condemnation. You know, I I always knew Satan was a liar. I knew he was a thief. He lies about our position with God in order to steal the restoration God has for us. But he'll remind us, he'll bombard us, in fact, with reminders of personal failures or failures that have come through your generation. And when I started to really allow in God to remove all of that condemnation, I opened myself up to the Holy Spirit to soak me with the cleansing waters of forgiveness and renewal. And when I did that, I noticed that I became stronger. I was able to see through the lies. And I also knew that God had a position for me. And I believe God's got a position for you, too. And this condemnation has to go because Satan's been messing with your identity long enough. And we can stand up and get into that correct position with God. 
The third thing that God really removed from me was that judgmental attitude. Because this has serious spiritual ramifications for us. If we condemn others, we're going to be condemned ourselves. It's an ugly thing to be judgmental and to allow that judgment to rule over our lives. God doesn't want ourselves to be judged, nor do are we uh, meant to judge others. He's the judge. He's the one. And when you learn that, you'll be released. And that, it, you know, you're more open to accepting others and loving them in the way that God loves us. But then what I noticed is God started to restore some things with me. And I, I love this because these things are very important to him. He started to restore with me this intimate contact with him and also with other people. I, I noticed that some of the friendships that I made were new, they were fresh, and it was okay because I didn't have all that other stuff in me anymore. Now, I mean, I, I'm not saying that we're not going to struggle with it because the enemy is always going to cause us to struggle, you know, to think and judge people and, and then those, those condemnation things. But wow, what a difference it makes to have that intimate contact with him. You see, God wants to restore our father and child relationship. And he also wants to restore in us our childlike faith, that faith that will just expand and take us to this place where there is nothing impossible with God. That's what he wants for all of us. So in this narrow place of transition, it's a place that many of us like to avoid, but yet we can't. Because it's in this transition that moves us out of the wilderness times into restorations. It can be the most difficult of all seasons we go through. And, you know, we go through transitions quite often sometimes. But because transition means crossing over to a new place or passing from one condition to another, we often travel through a narrow place as we venture through this process. That narrow place is where the paths we are used to walking suddenly become more confined, precarious, much like crossing over a, a deep ravine on a swinging bridge. I don't like going out on these bridges. I don't, you know, even walking across a pier, uh, you know, a pier that goes out into the ocean or onto the ocean is very, I get very, very nervous about all of that. And my footing, I have to make sure my footing is, you know, shored up. But this is what this is like. The narrow place causes us to change our walk. It causes us to be, when we're in this confining times, we find ourselves so under the Lord's scrutiny. But God always has a purpose in these things. See, he will test us in the difficult places so he can trust us with the new things. During the narrow place of transition, the Lord often redefines and adjusts whatever rules are necessary for us to get to that new place. 
It's a time of carefully hearing what God wants to say to us. The transition seasons in life, while they bear great resemblance to the birthing process, and it is something hard to go through, but we know what's on the other side is so precious and so good. Well, Satan loves to hit God's people with great force when we are in a transition season because it's a time when we feel weakened and vulnerable. I think I've just come out of a transitional place. That's why I'm talking about it today. And I believe God is doing something with this transitional place, this narrow place right now for many of us with the season that we're in. But let me just share with you that there is an end to the transitional season. In Psalm 66, starting with verse 10, it says, O Lord, we have passed through your fire like precious metal made pure. You've proved us, perfected us, and made us holy. You've captured us, ensnared us in your net. Then, like prisoners, you placed chains around our necks. You allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We passed through the fire and the flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Do you feel that today? Do you feel like our enemies are prevailing against us right now? Hey, God's doing something wonderful He's doing it inside of people. I'm seeing it as I, I listen out there and watch the news, how many people are all of a sudden starting to stand up and fight. They're fighting for rights. They're fighting for careers. They're fighting for their children. They're fighting for the very lives. And this, I will tell you, is so true. In the end, we'll always come out better than we were before especially if we, are, we have God, because He will saturate us with His goodness. Can I share with you, too, that confusion in transition is normal? I've been very confused about some things, but you know, God showed me that this is normal. This is because our minds cannot comprehend what the new place will look like or feel like, because the rules change during transition. Things look and feel so different that we can easily begin to wonder if God is really in all that we are experiencing. You've been hearing my story, and I've just been questioning God, were you all of this, but yet I know He was. You see, it's our nature to resist change and return to old ways, but we must work to get past our confusion by spending time inquiring of the Lord. And when I did that, when I began really inquiring of the Lord, instead of listening to all that Satan was trying to put in my mind, I discovered the Lord was right there with me through the whole thing, and that He will guide and help every single one of us through these transitional times. There's a new beginning. There becomes a time when the narrow place enlarges, and God brings times of refreshing and restoration. Moving forward is not automatic. 
It depends on how we respond in the time of transition. You see, genuine beginnings begin within us even when they are brought to our attention by external opportunities. This is when a new form emerges. And this is when life springs forth, even though the ground feels very, very barren. I want to share with you, too, that it does not mean that we are exempt from difficulties or issues to resolve. Well, you know, we're here on earth. We're always going to have these difficulties. We're always going to have issues to resolve. But the refining process, this is what God's doing. He's refining us. It it never ends. But the dry, hard seasons do. I've been through a very dry, hard season. And I'm sure many of you are also feeling the same way. But yet God is refining you. He's going to take you into that new season. And I love 2 Corinthians 3.18. It says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah, He's moving us from glory to glory. And we need to get ready to step into that new inheritance that He has for us. So some of the things that we need to do, which I discovered that I had to do, I had to remove the poverty mentality that I had. I had to resolve some old things like word curses that maybe I'd spoken over myself or even generational curses that came down through the line and really examine them and not be so ignorant about what the enemy is up to and how he wants to destroy us. And I also learned, and I want to say this for you too, don't tolerate false humility or laziness because you deserve everything the Lord has for you. And that's what I want too. I want everything the Lord has for me. And He wants to give it to us. So I'm going to break the back of any fear that cripples me. And you need to as well. And I'm going to heal past woundings that are there so I don't have to live in that openness of what the enemy wants to say to me or do to me. I want to heal that stuff because I'm going to move forward. And I'm going to deal with rebellion or authority problems because I don't want that holding me back either. Too many of us live under this rebellion no, we have to live under God and what He says. And when, when we do that and not rebel against His ways, then we will receive our inheritance. We will be in, then be able to step into our inheritance. Because God has an inheritance for us. So allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Give permission for visitation, encounters, and experiences that will open your mind and open your will to the new things God has in store for you. I've shared some of the things on what God's been showing me and revealing. It's odd to me. It's it's so out of my box. 
And yet I know that God can do all things in any way that He wishes to do it. And as I've opened up my mind to these and listened to God and how He's revealed this new revelation to me, this new wine that He is revealing to me and filling me up with, wow, it's exciting for me. And I believe it will be exciting for you as well. There's no end to what God can do in your life. There is no limitations because he can, once we break off some of that poverty mentality uh, and all, and this false humility or laziness, I'm telling you, God will just open things up to you and you will just be amazed at what's on the horizon for your life. I'm amazed at what God's been doing in my life. It says here in Romans 8, 17 through 18, it says, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and join heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed to us. And wow, that is so true. This verse highlighted uh, was highlighted to me, and I realized I'm an heir of God, and I'm a joint heir with Christ. And yes, I'm going to suffer with Him but I'm also going to be glorified. Let me tell you, you're heir of, of God, and you're joint heirs with Christ. And yes, you may be suffering, but I also know that it's time now that we're, you're going to be glorified together with Him. We don't have to wait until the very end. We can be glorified with Him right now in this present life. So, check out what those defining moments are that have shaped your life. What's dominating you, anyway, in your thinking? And how have these defining moments described who you are? You see, if we don't know our defining moments, life becomes unpredictable, irrational, and needlessly confusing. We wonder why we do the things we do and are blind to ourselves. Because defining moments shape our internal behaviors. Defining moments anchor our emotional reactions and determine our feelings to the stressors we encounter. So as you discover what these defining moments are, then what you need to do is you need to take those defining moments and anything that is in it, that is not of God, then get rid of it. Let it go. And anything of God, He wants to speak to you. Keep it. Pull it in. Bring it in with you in that new wineskin that God's putting on your life. What are those things that God has done in your life that has defined you or changed you in a positive way? And I will tell you, His encounters, His visitations, His revelations to me, that's what's defined me. You may be in a place of transition, and yes, it may be very narrow to you right now. He's squeezing you. But God also 
wants to take you through that for his purpose of restoring you, redefining you, so that in the new season you're in, the new season that is being birthed in you, that season right there is going to be powerful for the Lord. And you're going to move forward. It's a new beginning. It's moving forward in such a way that you come out on the other side in that new wine skim. Let him do it, because I know it is a wonderful, wonderful place to be. So, Lord God, as you uh, move on every single individual, Lord, as they are hearing those ripping and the and the tearing of that old wineskin, Lord God, I pray that you would just seep in that oil, Lord God, and make them fresh and new with new mindsets and new beliefs, Lord God, of all the great and wonderful things that you can do for them in their life right now. Lord, reveal yourself to them. Give them that father-child love that they may not have ever experienced before, that childlike faith, Lord God. I pray that they will increase and increase and increase in their intimacy with you. Lord, we love you. It's all about you. And I thank you, Lord, that you're moving many, many, many of us into that new place with a new wineskin, with new revelation, new authority, Lord God. And we bless, bless, bless your holy name. Amen. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, loisfwelling.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.